Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are talking about the best homeschool advice that our listeners have ever received. There are some amazing answers, and we're sure you're going to be encouraged this week. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and they'll even let you have a free demo over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hi, everybody. I'm a little tired this evening. Uh, my wife and I, we just got back from kind of a mini date where we were over at the, a nearby lake trying out a inflatable kayak um, for two. Oh, and okay. uh, it was fun. I mean, it was, you know, it, it cuts through the water pretty good. It was it was easy to take, to put, to inflate and easy to deflate. So I think it's got possibilities. So we'll see. Nice. Um, but my, my shoulders were a little sore. I'm doing okay, but I feel tired. I don't know why. Maybe I need some caffeine or something, but so today was the second day of school at the Wilson house. And, uh, I asked my wife, I said, now, is it okay if I share this? She goes, yes, just as though, just as long as you represent it correctly. So she's not even going to listen to this. So it doesn't matter. Uh, so, uh, but at one point, I think at lunchtime, uh, you know, cause I'd asked her how school, how was school today? The, the first two days. And, um, I knew there were little kinks, uh, she was getting things set up and, uh, but she, I could tell she was overwhelmed and she basically said, I don't know how to homeschool. <laughs> so, uh, moms don't ever think that other homeschool moms have it all together. Um, you know, and mom, if you're one of those homeschooling moms who has it all together, keep it to yourself um, because it can be discouraging to other moms. Um, in fact, I was le- looking over the post uh, 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 earlier today of a, uh, a post from yesterday, I think. And there was a mom there who was just saying that her first day ended up, she spent she spent in her room in the afternoon crying a lot of it. Um, <laughs> and then her second day thinking it was gonna go better, her seven-year-old said, Mom, I don't think you know how to homeschool. I think Dad would do better. Uh, <laughs> um, Mom, you just cannot take that personal. And I kind of interacted back and forth. And I know it's so easy to be so discouraged and think, I can't do this. You know, I'm just looking at the beginning of the year. But I hope you take comfort in the fact of knowing that you're not alone, that most moms feel that. I'll say all moms feel that way from time to time. Most moms feel it every single day. Um, so, you know, keep plugging away. And I'm going to guess you're going to get in a groove. Today, as we look at some um, some of the advice from other moms, the best advice they ever got from another mom in homeschooling. Um, I know, I think one of the moms even said, um, you know, it'll smooth out in about a month. And I think that's kind of true. I know that when we would we would go RVing, you know, because we've been RVing for almost 20 years now. Um, but when I used to tell people, my wife would cry real hard the first two weeks and usually threaten to go home at least once. Um, it took about 10 years before that wore off. And even now, when we first go out, um, those first few days are hard. So, you know, that's expected. Manage your expectations, as in don't have any, you know, assume that it's going to go terrible. And maybe just maybe you'll be surprised. Um, But uh, Ben, I thought, uh, as we've already talked, here's what we're going to do. So a couple days ago, maybe it was the end of last week, I had asked everybody, you know, what's the best homeschooling advice you ever got? Well, I think 237 comments later, 
Uh, we've got a whole bunch of good stuff. So I thought maybe we would just talk back and forth, Ben and I, through this. And um, um, I'm just going to uh, start right here from Rachel. Uh, she really, I think she had the most uh, liked comment. And it was something I would not thought about. And Ben, we can talk about this one. She said, instead of a list of things to accomplish, you know, start with a blank planner and write down the things you get done that day. It has helped me still have a plan, but I'm not a slave to the plan. And I thought that was, you know, that's kind of one of those nuanced things that you have to kind of read through maybe more than once. Because what she was saying is that if you start with a planner and it's got all these things you're going to accomplish during the day, you end up not accomplishing them all and you feel pretty lousy because you didn't accomplish them. Instead, start off with that blank slate and maybe you have an idea of what you're going to accomplish, but when you accomplish them, then you write them down. Then you have stuff that you've you know, you've written down and you feel good about it. You have something at the end. And Julie Barth, she made a comment on Julie Barth is uh, uh, one of the leaders over um, at uh, Peach, which is uh, Southern Illinois or Middle Illinois, Peoria, Illinois. Um, she said, I did this for I did this for 21 years and my and my five all graduated went on to college just fine. It's a great record of what they did and can be used as as you make up your transcript in the high school years too. So uh, did, did you read that comment, Ben? Did you, what yeah, did you think about that? Yeah, I saw that? it. I didn't go quite as practical, uh, but I thought it was a good comment. Um, I think it's, and that is a really good advice just across the board. I mean, you know, sometimes if you have like a list of things I want to do this year, that can be kind of discouraging. But if you look back at the year and say things we did, mm-hmm. I think that can often, and I actually did that last year. I was, I was kind of having like a thing where I was like, man, I just, you know, we don't go do anything or whatever. And so I kind of just jotted things down that were big events throughout the year. And it was really encouraging because it's like, oh, we do have stuff. Or, um, you know, I think same with like, you know, if you have your list of ways that you want God to provide or give you things or whatever else it may be, you know, you might feel like, oh, God doesn't care, doesn't listen. But if you write down the things that God has provided or does do things for you, mm. you can be, it can be shocking. So um, I think that's uh, true. I think it's a really I, I even, good, um, way to do the it. pastor that I used to work for, uh, I would sometimes be in it on his office and I would see his um, to do list and he he basically did that. He would not always, you know, just check off the things that he did, but he would add those things that he did and then check them off. Um, so he had things like brush teeth, you know, put on clothes, and he was super. He loved. It wasn't that he was so organized. He loved his list, and it made him feel like he accomplished things. Right. And really, that's not a bad idea to just say, "Hey, we we read this story today," and then put a check mark by it, and then you check it off. And it does make you feel better. And like Ben said, it gives you something really to look back on. And as Julie mentioned, um, it's a great way to put a transcript together at the end. Yeah. Mine, and I thought this was super encouraging overall because I think people had people out there giving them great advice because a lot of these are really, really good. Um, and definitely along the smiling homeschooler, you know, kind of direction that we push and, uh, try to encourage people in. Uh, and I think it's also interesting is 
you know, how many of these moms, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of responses of great advice that potentially could have changed their lives, you know, and how they homeschool and their kids' lives. And most of them, if you look at them, are all encouraging things that some other mom shared to them, you know. So just a piece of encouragement is, you know, if you can give something encouraging, not just discouraging or, oh, well, I would have done it this way, you know, you could actually change someone's life with a little piece of advice. But anyways, so uh, one I thought was really good was, uh, and and actually, I think mom even has a kind of a version of this a little bit, but April said you can homeschool, have a clean house and have dinner on the table every night, but you can't have all three or something to that effect. Um, and there was multiple people who said something similar to that. Uh, but I know mom, what's mom's version of that? It's kind of like if you, you can, I think maybe it is just that I, I maybe know. I was getting to mix up with the laugh a little, you know, uh, right, right, right. learn a little uh-huh. type thing, but, and I didn't see the other comments. They, they called it the two thirds rule. Mm-hmm. So basically you can have some of it, but you can't have it all. Have it all. Uh, and I think that's a great co- thing because I think most moms feel like they have to have it all. And uh, which is not really not possible. And actually, it's a there's a business thing where it's like you can have cheap on time or the best and you can have two of those, but you can't have all three or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's where the idea comes from. But it is spot on. Um, And that was a short one. So maybe another one is uh, Stacy said, throw away the clock and the calendar. They no longer apply to the journey you're on. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really good. especially when we talk about, you know, homeschooling isn't tied to an amount of time you're homeschooling and it's not tied to, you know, a certain amount of days that are all, you know, theoretical. We sat down and did homeschooling. So, um, and I, and I was actually thinking today I was uh, driving home or something and, um, you know, we, we talked about like the four hour homeschool day a few weeks ago. I had a great guest talking about that. Um, but, you know, you kind of set like a limit, you know, and if you set like a four hour limit, of like, okay, I'm only going to homeschool four hours up to four hours. I feel like some people think like I need to homeschool four hours uh, today. Whereas like if you said like if you had an alcoholic who said like I'm only going to drink this much, it doesn't mean that they can go. They always have to drink that much. It means they could drink anything from that up to that, you know, or you can fill in the line. I don't know why yeah, I jumped no. to that one. But oh, well, you know, I was that I was having this exact conversation with somebody. One, somebody in my car, maybe Abe, because uh, the speed limit says speed limit 55. It doesn't mean you have to drive right, Exactly. It means you can't That's go over analogy. that. <laughs> I said, well, you know, if you go to a donut store and they said limit a dozen, doesn't mean you have to get a whole dozen. Yeah, um, so, exactly. You know, and I think you're right about that time. If I say done by noon, it's not too soon. doesn't mean you have to go all the way up to noon to have a, a, a good day. You could say, hey, man, we did it all in an hour and 15 minutes. Yep. We're done. Just means that if I hit that, I'm limiting myself there. So right, 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 right. Yep. Well, I'm gonna do one. How about? It's a short one, but it's from Kelly. She and and we've heard this, but it's uh, but it's great advice. It says comparison is the thief of joy, um, and I'll tell you that is so so true because uh, I know I feel that way with my RV. You know, uh, our RV is a 1993 diesel pusher, and it's um, it's purrs like a panther and is an amazing rv he's been great for her. but when i go to look when i'm around somebody else who has a new rv or i see a new rv um and i look at how nice theirs is mine feels like junk like a donkey cart you know and i think that can be the way with us in our homeschool you know we feel pretty good about our homeschool we feel pretty good about our kids and their learning until we compare it to somebody else and uh you know 
we could say, well, that's unfair because they it really it doesn't even matter. Comparison always um, is a thief of joy. I mean, really, maybe you can find enough people who do a lousy job that you feel good about yourself. Um, but I would guess that even those people, even those people who seemingly don't get anything done, they sure seem like they're having a fun time. And you're like, why are they having all the fun? And we're, we have no fun. So um, don't compare. And I think along with that, you know, would be to limit your time on Facebook, limit your time on social media. And if you feel discouraged when you get off of, of Facebook, then don't get on it at all. You know, um, you would be doing yourself a great service. Um, so. Um, Tammy said here, some days you may only accomplish one thing and that's okay. Also don't quit after the first year, typically the hardest year. I'm so glad I listened mm -hmm. as we begin our ninth year. Um, and as you could see, mom even, you know, says that even now 20, you know, 20 something years later, but I think that's really good. Just practical advice for people who are just starting out. Cause I, you know, I, and even through this, some of them were brand new homeschoolers. It looked like. Uh, if you know someone who's just starting it may be really just, if nothing else, encourage them to say, stick it out for the first year and go through the second one. If nothing else, like it's going to be bad. Don't try to, again, don't try to give them un unreal expectations, but I think that's really good advice overall. Well, Christy said, if everyone is crying, even mom, it's time to stop for the day. And, uh, you know, I know moms, you take that as sometime as a defeat, but really maybe it's just a sign from God, um, speaking to your heart that it's time to readjust. I wouldn't say it, that means you have to just like, you know, everybody goes to the room and, and, you know, slams the doors and they don't talk to each other. Sometimes maybe, maybe it does mean that. Maybe it just, sometimes it does mean going to your room and saying, hey, mommy needs a little time out here, to, you know, or maybe it just means, hey, we're done for the day and we're just gonna play a game or we're just gonna go outside and play outside. And that's okay, because I'm going to guess that, um, you know, once you get through that, tomorrow's another day. It may be the exact same kind of day, but maybe you'll have to do it again. <laughs> totally. Uh, Christina said, uh, you're preparing their souls for eternity. No one cares about that like you do. And I thought that is really, really good. And that's something that no teacher, literally there is no teacher out there who will care more about that than you will, uh, you and your, your husband. So... Uh, never forget like that is the true goal of everything and uh you know here there's no one else god's given more responsibility and more uh desire for that than you so i think that was really a good reminder yeah uh, katie said uh sometimes it's more important to bake cookies than to finish the math worksheet and i think that's a hard one for a lot of moms because we've kind of been indoctrinated to believe the math worksheet or the math or english or name a subject is more important than everything else and sometimes the more important things are to bake cookies and to play games and to sit outside and to ride bikes and do those things. Um, you know, and, and even she said, remember to make time for fun. Uh, and I think that is true. You know, you have to, and especially for you planners and people who like to get a lot done, maybe you even have to schedule that time for fun and say, you know, on Tuesday at whatever, Tuesday, at 10 o'clock, we're going to take a break and we're going to do this. Or on Wednesday, I'm going to ask my kids what they'd like to do this afternoon. And we're going to do that. Or on Thursday, we're going to stop and we're just going to pray for this person. 
Um, but maybe you have to plan for some of those spontaneous things. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Emily said, uh, the worst day of homeschool is still better than the best or the worst day of homeschool is still better than the best day of public school, which I thought was awesome. Uh, and you know, a good reminder, good, rem- good to remember that. Uh, and again, it's hard if you haven't had that actual, your kids there, but. Well, well and this is what Kat said. I mean, Kat Jones said, I saw how garbage the distance learning education was. I knew I could do better than that. Having a low bar helped me move past the anxiety and fear that I couldn't do it or that my kids wouldn't get a good education. We're doing way better than the public schools and, and done, uh, we're doing way better than the public schools have done and have all the drama. And have all the drama and stress about the schools opening, closing, and mask policies, and don't have all the drama and stress mm-hmm. about the schools opening and closing. And I, you know, uh, and I know, Cat, uh, those are easy to remember when you're kind of new out of it. And I hear this all the time. I hear mom say, "Well, you know, I was in the school and I saw how terrible it was. I know we can do better than that." But it doesn't take very long until about a, two years down the pike where you start to believe the lies that they're really doing better than you are. And uh, I think you have to remind yourself. Or you have to listen to people like Kat and whoever said the other comment before that. Yeah. I feel like that's like kind of like, you know, in a marathon or a long distance race when the, it's it's actually harder to be way out in front of people because often you will, yeah. you know, let off. So it's like when you're right in the, the thick of everything, you might be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing great. I can push ahead. I can beat these people. But then as you get out in the distance and you're on your own and doing great and everything, it can feel like... Uh, feel like maybe they are actually just right back there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard to push. Uh, this one I thought was really good. Kristen said, I was on the fence and scared to do it. I was afraid I would fail. Then a stranger on the internet said to me, you're afraid you're going to fail them. So you're willing to put them in public school, the same public school that left you feeling too dumb to homeschool your own kids, which I think is just a really brilliant argument. <laughs> you know, if you don't think you can teach the young children the hen, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't do a great job either, you know? So that's true. Um, that's true. That uh, here, this one's powerful too. Uh, this is by Jenny. Uh, she said, everything that needs to be learned by the time they reach high school can be learned in the one year before high school. This gave me so much room to breathe. I know my kids are learning every day, but the amount they can learn will increase as they grow not by how much I try to school. And it was obvious that there were other people who were very interested in this comment. Um, someone said, I, I think it was Jenny said, she thought she heard it on the Brave Writer podcast with Julie uh, Bogart. Um, it might also be in her book, whatever that book is. We might want to look at that. But you know, what she's saying is true. You know, you can, you, you think you don't need a whole year to have to talk about the timeline of the American history. You could probably learn the timeline of American history in like a day if you had to. And she's just saying, you know, all those things that we think are things that they need to learn, they can learn in a, in a super mm-hmm. quick kind of a cliff notes kind of version. And I think she's, I think she's dead on. Totally. I feel like that one, yeah, can seem kind of shocking at first. But then, yeah, if you think about it, she's not saying everything they need to learn in general. She's just saying, you know, for high school specifically. Uh, and I think that's that's spot on. I mean, it's always amazing when you really try to like 
you know, not crash, but like when you truly are interested in something, how quickly it can actually pick it up. Um, but real quick here, I think we should thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this Mayan Homeschooler. Um, the reason we work with them is because our family's used them for many, many years. Uh, I did it back in version 2.0 and 1.0, and it was not anywhere as good as 4.0 is, and I loved it. Uh, so over on their website, they have a free trial and a demo, uh, so you can even check it out for yourself. But they're so interactive, incredibly engaging. I learned better, and I think any kid would. Uh, and you, you know, you have to actually like work out the problem while you're doing the lecture, which is huge, uh, as opposed to just zoning out. You actually have to interact with it, and that uh, interacting with something helps you learn. So head on over to their website, uh, tell them we sent you, and uh, we really appreciate their support. Um, let's see here. I had one here. Uh, okay. Um, there is no behind in homeschool. You're exactly where you need to be. Uh, that was Jess, and I think that is another, you know, brilliant one. And we kind of just briefly mentioned that a minute ago. So, uh, well, we've talked about it in the past, you know, because it is true. I mean, really, your kids are were designed by God, and they're really exactly where they're supposed to be. There's a lot of those like that, which is great because I mean, it's it's just. I feel like that's probably one of the biggest struggles that people, you know, are feeling behind in so many different areas. Uh, Amy said, give yourself grace. Don't compare yourself to other families. Homeschools should not look like regular school. Uh, I think that's the important thing. That's not necessarily that uh, original, but the idea of don't let it look like school. People sometimes say, well, it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to look like school, but it shouldn't look like school because school is not the ideal way of learning, you know, so... Uh, that's okay to embrace that. Well, Tracy said it's okay to cry. And I think yeah. that is so, that's so good because I think what she's saying is that it's okay to be normal or the crying is normal. And uh, again, don't think for a second, mom, that you're the only one who feels what you feel, you know? Um, so uh, Pamela also said education is cyclical. If you missed it this year, don't worry, it will come around again. And I think she's right. You know, that, 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 most curriculum are designed in kind of loops where they, you know, they're kind of progressing, but they're coming back. And so, you know, if you don't get it all in, don't worry, you could come back and you're going to talk about it again. Uh, uh, well, it looks like Tracy probably said, don't worry about the gaps. God called you to homeschool. So he'll fill in those gaps. Uh, mm-hmm. again, that's another bravery thing. It's going to take courage to not to be worrying that, you know, oh, my child's not going to know this, not going to know that. Uh, but if you give them a good, you know, you, you teach them to love learning and you teach them relation, choose relationship in the end, they're going to be fine. I, I had, I'm sure I had theoretical gaps, but it did not affect me in any way in the long term. And, uh, God took care of all that when I needed to. So, yeah. Julie says recently to love your child more than actual homeschool. And I think that that's a pretty powerful one as well, because I think, you know, no one, no mother would ever say, Oh, I love homeschooling more than my kids. But sometimes I wonder if our kids would say, Oh, Oh, yes, you do mom, because you care more about whether I finish it then you care about me. And, you know, uh, I'm raising a hand here because I wonder if sometimes I do that in certain areas, not because I feel that, but because my actions show that. So again, when your kid needs a break and you don't take a break, that means you like, it feels like you like homeschool or the subject more than you do the child. Um, Or if you care more about, you know, you say, I can't talk about that right now because we have to do this. You know, I think again, it shows your child that you 
care more about getting stuff done than you do your child. Totally. Um, this one, Sheila said, and this is from the smiling homeschooler, AKA dad, God gave your children exactly the mother they needed, uh, kind of building off that. And, you know, for the mom who said, Oh, uh, you know, dad could do a better job than you. It's not true. And you are the exact mom that your child needs, but don't, it, sometimes we'll feel that way. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, you know. yeah. so, uh, Cheryl said, uh, played her their strengths and I'm, of course, we've talked about that, and that is so true. You know, your kids in homeschooling, your kids should spend most of their time doing the things that they're good at, and just a little bit of the time, the things that they need to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosanna said, "Go with your instinct. You know your baby's best, and God has it all under control. You know, go with your gut. You know, so if you're just feeling like it could be wrong, but you're not sure, or you're like, I don't know if I can stop doing this subject with them, or but I think it might be good for them." then just go with your gut and do it. I mean, that's enough. You don't have to have some, you know, authority saying, well, scientifically it's been proven that it's okay to skip a subject. You know, mm. you're, you're enough of authority. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, Cheryl also said, and I thought it was good. She said, uh, do not judge those who choose to put some of their kids in public or private schools. And she said, I heard the quote that if you aren't walking in someone's shoes, don't tell them how to tie them. Um, and I think that's really good. Uh, because, you know, I, I was just talking to a dad last night um, who put their younger kids in, in public school. And while you might, I might think, well, why would they do that? You know, I just need to trust God that God gave them wisdom, too. And they're doing the best they can. So, uh, you know, cut them some slack. Because I know some moms think, oh, man, all my, ki- my friends are going to abandon me because they won't like me anymore for what I've d- chosen. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the ones I, I wrote down. I mean, I'm sure we could go through if you see any other good ones there, but I uh, I think I covered everything I had. Um, I think we're, I mean, there's still a whole bunch. So you, if you're oh, yeah. interested, go back, uh, go to our Facebook page and then uh, go back a couple posts uh, and you'll see what was the best tip anyone ever gave you about homeschooling. And honestly, and, again, almost all right. of them are encouraging. So I don't really think they you all, need to be worried all, that, yeah. oh, I'm going to see someone's going to be like, well, I found that teaching Latin at the age of four is actually more effective than that later <laughs> on. You know, like, don't worry. In fact, I don't think there were any like that. Yeah, no, they so, were all great. Uh, you're not going to get any little zingers that you're going to go, oh, great. Um, they were all encouraging. And, you know, the thing I think, and that's what we, that's why we have this podcast. That's why we send out a, a, a weekly newsletter. That's why we have a Facebook page. Because all these things sound so good and they are so true when someone tells you. But there's something about us, maybe it's the enemy, who is always whispering in our ears saying, are you sure? You know, Are you sure you're not gonna ruin them? Are you sure you're doing enough? And that's what we're here for. We're here to remind you over and over again that you are the best there is for your children, that you're smart enough to teach your children and that all your children are masterpieces. And like we say every time, Mom, that should make you smile. Thanks for joining us. If you have a friend who has just started homeschooling, make sure you recommend them check out The Smiling Homeschooler. And also head on over to our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com, to sign up for a free weekly email. Also, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. They are one of the best math curriculums around, and we think you should go check them out. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.